presented by the American Beverage Association. Hey, good morning, Playbookers. I'm Raghuman Avalin. It's Tuesday. And for you today, a new push for childcare funding makes its way through Congress. It's your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. Democrats and advocates for the care economy are preparing for another uphill fight over spending for childcare and pre-kindergarten. A letter being circulated by Representative Catherine Clark and Senators Elizabeth Warren and Tina Smith, obtained by Playbook, will call on President Joe Biden to push a reconciliation bill that, quote, lowers the cost of childcare for families, expands access to pre-K, and invests in the early childhood workforce and infrastructure. More than two dozen senators and 70-plus House members had signed on to the missive as of Monday night, a few days before it's scheduled to be sent to the White House. It contains no criticism of the administration, but it's quite clear the left is worried that a mansion-guided axe is headed for much of the president's earlier social spending plan, and they want Biden to stop it. While care advocates told us the White House has assured them there's still a chance that items like universal pre-K and capping childcare costs will make it into a reconciliation bill in the coming weeks or months, Others said administration aides have privately acknowledged that's highly improbable. Enter Senator Joe Manchin. After embracing a reconciliation package last year that included funding for universal pre-K for a decade, Manchin is now zeroing in on a plan that includes tax rate hikes on corporations, climate change provisions, and lowering prescription drug costs while paying down the deficit. Some White House officials have told advocates it's conceivable that some care economy initiatives could get through the Senate separately from reconciliation by garnering 60 votes. Likewise, a person familiar with Manchin's thinking told Playbook on Monday night he still sees that path as plausible for some of the care agenda items, though it's hard to find many other Democrats who would agree with them. But Manchin, and this is the critical part, is unlikely to sign off on any reconciliation bill that includes the care items, the person familiar with Manchin said, something Manchin himself has also made pretty clear. Progressive groups know what they're up against and are responding accordingly. Aside from the letter, the liberal group First Five Action Fund is releasing new polling today on the popularity of care economy items. The poll, conducted by the Democratic firm Heart Research Associates and New Bridge Strategy, questioned voters in a number of swing states with Democratic senators, Arizona, Georgia, New Hampshire, Nevada, Virginia, and naturally, West Virginia. The group is planning an ad blitz starting this week in those same states, plus DC, to remind Democrats and Biden that a reconciliation bill without the items could backfire on them in the midterms. A quote, glide path to confirmation. That's how the Associated Press described Ketanji Brown-Jackson's prospects for joining the Supreme Court. Specifically, Senate Judiciary is expected to approve her nomination on Monday, with the final floor vote coming by mid-April. Senator Susan Collins of Maine still looks like the most gettable Republican, though Senator Mitt Romney told CNN on Monday that he hasn't made up his mind. Meanwhile, a new political morning console poll shows broad support for Jackson's confirmation. 47% of voters said the Senate should vote to confirm her versus 26% in opposition and 27% who had no opinion or didn't know. The party breakdown was as follows. Democrats were 75 to 6 in favor of confirmation, independents 39 to 25, and Republicans 21 to 49. Opposition among Republican and independent voters ticked up the week of the Jackson confirmation hearings. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House. At 8.45 a.m. Eastern, President Joe Biden will receive the president's daily brief. At 10.45, Biden will welcome Singaporean Prime Minister Lee Hsien Loong to the Oval Office with a pool spray at the top. Afterward, Biden and Lee will make a joint statement to the press. At 2.05, Biden will pay his respects to the late Representative Don Young, lying in state in the Capitol. 
At 4 p.m., Biden will sign the Emmett Till Anti-Lynching Act into law and make remarks along with Vice President Kamala Harris. The Vice President will also hold a bilateral meeting with Lee at 1.35 p.m. with a pool spray at the top. Comms Director Kate Bedingfield will brief at 3 p.m. The Senate is in today. VA Secretary Dennis McDonough will testify before the Veterans Affairs Committee at 3.30 p.m. They also meet at 3 p.m. to take up the Don Young Coast Guard Authorization Act and securing a strong retirement act. OMB Director Shalonda Young will testify in the administration's budget request before the Budget Committee at 10 a.m. All right, that's all I've got for you today. For more news on what's breaking in D.C. right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Rogu Manoval and have a good Tuesday. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning. America's beverage companies are working together to reduce plastic waste in our environment. They're carefully designing their bottles to be 100% recyclable, so every bottle can become a new one. Please help America's beverage companies get every bottle back. Learn more at everybottleback.org.